With the most rental listings anywhere, there's no wrong way to get into your right place on Apartments.com. For instance, you could latch a tablet to the wall and throw magnetic darts at the rental search map. Or you could lather your phone screen in peanut butter and let your furry roommate lick their way to a tasty new pet-friendly place. Or you could use your tablet like a spirit board and call upon your beloved late Nana so she gets her say too. And now Apartments.com even offers offers virtual tours so you can explore your potential place from anywhere with an internet connection. If you're at a bar on a bad first date, knock yourself out. On a tandem bike pedaling across the beach, not advisable, but certainly not impossible either. Are you around base camp at Mount Everest? Now, that's nearing the summit of all the ways you can search. From the tried and true methods and the virtually enhanced techniques to the downright unorthodox approaches, you're bound to discover that special somewhere to call your own on apartments.com, the most popular place to find a place. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Cicerino back here, believe it or not, to talk more 90 Day Fiance on uh, Happily Ever After week number one. I'm here. To get it started, I don't know how long I'll be here for, but I know who will be. Mr. 90 Day Fiance, who is uh, living his own happily ever after. It is Puya Zambakili. Puya, how are you? I am good. I'm chuffed to bits that you've joined us here, Rob, for another season, at least to start it off. And this was pretty fun. Very fun. Pretty fun starting episode. Yeah. You're going to get to talk about three couples you've never met that yeah. I know a bunch about. So I can't wait to fill you in on everything. I have else. a lot of questions. I'm looking forward to them. I have a lot of questions <laughs> about uh, some of our uh, couples that were not just part of the recently wrapped 90 Day Fiance uh, season number eight. But uh, if you are just listening to uh, the podcast and not watching the episode, uh, stay tuned because we will talk about some returning faves, including Brandon and Julia, uh, some returning people uh, in Mike and Natalie. Uh, Jovi and Yara are going to be part of this show, uh, but they were not in uh, this episode. So we will talk about this. But let me just say uh, first reactions. Uh, that I felt like that 90 day fiance happily ever after that I enjoyed not having the wedding component in there. We're just like uh, having like, uh, you know, madcap adventures. Yes. So I will say this. We talked about this last week with how when you get to the end of a 90 day season, because you know, everyone's deadline, everyone's lead up is the wedding. It kind of, you know, the ending. So it's going to kind of whole hum it for you. The beauty of happily ever after is that, Everyone's storylines can be very different. Some people are going to be focusing on the in-laws. Some are going to be focusing on their own problems. Some are going to be focusing on another development. So you're getting more of a unique and different storyline with every person. And they could end at any moment during the season. Now, does that mean that some of these seasons don't run too long um, as well? No, it's 90 Day Fiance. They will run it too long anyway. So that is the thing. But we're at the start of the new season and there's a lot of new storylines to unfold. And none of them are going to be with a marriage. So that's good. Yeah. Puya, how does Happily Ever After, like an average season, end? Like, what is the natural progression of these stories? 
They go on for a while. I, I believe last season felt like it went on forever. Um, I can look it up for you real quick. But they they follow through. So, for example, um, they follow through about as long as 90-day regular. So, last yeah. season had the three-part tell-all, and it went 18 episodes, including the tell-all. So, it was mm-hmm. eight, 15 plus three. So, something about that much. You know, same yeah. same length. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, how are you doing as we're ready to jump back into more 90 Day Fiance? You know, I'm excited. I'm excited. I do feel like the wind was being taken out of our sails the last month of 90 Day. Not because we weren't putting out premium commentary on what little they yeah. gave us. Yeah. But the, the show was not giving us enough to sit through. And And let me tell you, an hour and a half of a lot to sit through. My notes are fat. I'm very excited. Yeah. It's been good. I feel rejuvenated here with Happily Ever After. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we didn't really need a week off either. No. We didn't need a we didn't need a Sunday off. They just they said we'll do it immediately later and it worked out fine for me. By the way, have you checked out any of the uh Sister Wives? Uh, boy, TLC is all in on uh the Sister Wives show. It's their new it's the new bay. I feel like they're definitely prom- pushing Sister Wives more. I have not checked it out still. I kind of want to check it out. I feel like I want to as well. Now that um I know what Liana's stance on it is mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. watch it see how it goes i mean yeah. they had on tlc if you were watching this uh on the live last night i'm not sure if you're watching it on demand they had a, a literal like minute and second countdown in the corner the entire episode to sister wives really yeah i did not <laughs> i did not know that it's wow, like 55 okay. minutes and 42 seconds until sister wives hon I don't like that. That's too long. That's too long of a countdown. It is too long of a countdown. Uh, but yeah, looked uh, looked wild on the sister wives. All right. Anyway, so uh, we're here to talk about a uh, ninety day fiance colon happily ever after question mark. A lot of punctuation. Right. You never know. You never mm-hmm. know what these. Did you hear that there's a new ninety day fiance spinoff? Another one that they've made now. This is a joke. No, I wish. What am I, Jay Leno? Have you heard? Have you heard about this? No, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's 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 weird because it's it's like a cooking thing. Cooking. Yeah. So it's basically it's going to be called Ninety Day Foodie Call. Foodie because, Call. Yeah. Uh, it'll see couples from the franchise invite viewers into their kitchens and dish on recipes. Okay. For relationship success, all while preparing traditional. This meals has got to be their home country. Discovery Plus. There's no way this is prime time. Yeah, this is 100% Discovery Plus. I think this is going to end up replacing Bears All because I think Bears All did not have an episode yesterday, mm-hmm. to my knowledge. Yes. Because I didn't find it. I also saw uh, Pillow Talk is back. Yeah, they love Pillow Talk is basically free content for them to bring back other older couples and make them watch the show and get their reactions. So it is a good, it is an alternative way to consume the episode if mm-hmm. you just want to watch it. It's a shorter one, but then you see commentary from other people. It works. I've not been able to do it because then that's just a whole other hour. Yeah, of I didn't watch it. An hour. On. What do they do? They show clips from the episode and then they talk. Yeah, so it'll like, for example, uh, for the single life, I know that the way it's set up on Discovery Plus is new episode of the single life and then the pillow talk is like the episode two of single life. So there, yeah, they have like Dean and his wife watching clips from single life or it's like they're watching the episode but they'll show you which clip they're watching and then their reaction so think of any youtube react channel that you've ever seen it's exactly that but just on tv mm-hmm. okay <laughs> so all right well i'd like to see what's going on there uh even if i don't watch it every week all right but let's talk about 
Angela and Michael, who uh, got probably the most airtime here in this episode. I was not familiar with Angela and Michael. I did try. I went on my uh, Disco Plus to go mm-hmm. check out. I wanted to watch like the full story of Angela and Michael and would not play. So I I oh. tried. I tried. And so I said, I'm just going to watch more Survivor All-Stars episodes now. Uh, so I tried, but I couldn't get it to work on my Discovery Plus. I wanted to watch their whole thing. So I can give you the quick. Well, they gave you the quick rewind, but... And this is not Angela Michael's first time on the show, obviously. They first met on Before the 90 Days, where she flew to Nigeria to meet him. They got to know each other there. They were on the last season of Happily Ever After, where actually, Rob, their wedding was on the last season of Happily Ever After. Mm-hmm. So they never, because he never ended up coming to the States. So we're getting them back again. They're doing back-to-back Happily Ever After seasons. And let me just tell you this. Angela is one of the wildest people they've yes. ever had on. Now, have they ever done a 90 Day Fiance proper? The two of them have not because he's never, he applied for the 90 Day yeah. K-1 visa. He got rejected. But, how do you start on the Happily Ever After? I know. I mean, listen, the Happily Ever After is fast and loose. It's essentially 90 Day All-Stars where they're like, we just want returnees. We're just going to bring returnees. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, uh, I I know, like, it's probably like saying, like, uh, how do you just, like, a new person just comes into the challenge? You got fresh meat on Happily Ever After? No, they they were on 90 Day before the 90 Day. So that Oh, okay. okay. So they don't have to be on it. They never have hit a 90 Day season proper. Yeah. Uh, So they went from before the 90 Day to happily ever after yeah which um we haven't met them but tiffany and ronald were in the same position as well because he couldn't come to the states so yeah got it okay so what were your so i'm very curious rob what were your initial like just icebreaker thoughts on angela um proper love angela um she is a uh, wild character uh she's uh, so much fun gives us uh great confessionals uh i love her dynamic with michael um interesting to is to see uh where this is all is uh, going to go so uh yeah i felt like that they were the stars of uh episode number 1 yeah it's very clear that angela and michael were the anchors of this episode which i feel like Angela's someone they always hitch the wagon to because she carries a lot. She has a lot of drama with her. She has a lot of arguments with Michael. And it's it's funny because to me, Michael is kind of similar to Zied in that they are the submissive of the relationship and they're more low-key. But Angela is way more of an alpha than Rebecca is and, and mm-hmm. will always be like she is very paranoid of everything Michael does all the time. So mm-hmm. the, their dynamic definitely is something that's going to jump off the screen throughout the season. Yeah. And if you're just listening to the podcast and uh, you uh, don't know uh, who we're talking about, just to give you a little backstory on Angela and Michael. Angela is in her 50. I think I believe she's 54. 54. Yeah. And I believe that Michael is uh, 33. Mm-hmm. And Angela is a grandma or as uh, she and her family call it, a a Mima, and she thought at the point that she became a Mima that maybe she was going to have to get out the game, Puya. After becoming a Mima, yeah. I had hung up my vagina. 
I was. I think I want to just clip uh, and have Angela laugh. So it's just like Angela laugh track to the show. I'll tell you this right now. Yeah. No one finds Angela funnier than Angela finds yeah. Angela funny. Yeah. She laughs at her own jokes all the time. <laughs> um. So Angela's issue is that, uh, like many of us, she has uh, gained some weight during quarantine. I don't know what month this is. I mean, I don't know if this is two months into quarantine or... This is, uh, you know, 10 months into quarantine. She has put on some weight and uh, she steps on the scale at the start of the episode. She says she weighs uh, 273 and she is uh, going to talk a lot about it in this episode. And we're going to see her journey to she's going to get a uh, have a uh, gastric uh, sleeve put on, which is basically going to uh, constrict her stomach to have a uh, weight loss surgery. And so she is uh, going to be heading out to Los Angeles, uh, specifically to Beverly Hills, to have this procedure done. Michael does not like this. No, Michael very much is of the camp of, no, you're fine. Like, you're great the way you are. He doesn't want Mm -hmm. the surgery thing to be be a thing that, that she wants to worry about. But then we find out a little bit later that I think there's also a little bit of insecurity on his part to this. Yeah. Beyond just like... He doesn't want her to, she doesn't need to change. Yes, this is complicated. And Puya, let me just give you a sneak preview for, I'm imagining the 90 day fiance, happily ever after reunion show. And Sean sits there and says, all right, so Angela, tell us about your decision to have the gastric sleeve surgery. And then Julia jumps in. Why you get surgery? Why don't you just go to the gym and eat good food? I'll tell you this. And then you, yeah. <laughs> You've not met Reunion Angela. Reunion yes. Angela will not take that same. <laughs> she will get in Julia's face. So if you want drama, you want Julia popcorn, hates surgery. She really does. Mm-hmm. Julia's not a fan. At yeah. All. Yeah. Uh, but this is complicated because Angela feels like, okay, I need to have this surgery because I want to feel better about myself and I want to look good for Michael. And Michael is uh, one, like, I don't want you to have this surgery because I don't want you then other guys looking at you. Also, uh, this was Michael's. Mother, did we see? Who was the woman Michael was talking to? Um, so, sister. I mean, so friend? initially, the first scene was with um his niece and aunt. That was that was his aunt that was saying about yeah, why doesn't she why why is she spending this money? Yes, that's Michael's yes, aunt. Okay. I believe so. Sorry for not having the uh, family relationship down. Um, so then, uh, so there's also that part of why is she spending money on this when she should be spending money on trying to find a surrogate for Michael and Angela to have uh, a baby together because she has to Angela and needs to have a child with Michael. Angela is basically saying like I'm I'm doing this uh, for me, but then she's also telling us, well, I'm doing this for Michael, but also for me. But Michael does not want this. Yeah. So to give you a bit of backstory to this, Rob, one of the big story arcs with them last season was that 
Michael wants a child. Yes. Michael wants to be a father. This is something that's very important to him. But there are specific restrictions put on that as far as Angela's rules. So the baby has to be part her genes. So okay. initially they were like, I'll have the baby. And then they found out, okay, maybe that's not possible. If they get a surrogate, it'll work. But she, Angela will only accept it if Skyla, her daughter, is the surrogate. And Skyla wants nothing to do with this, does not want oh. to give up an egg. So not even, uh, so, so are we talking an egg or are we talking uh, being the actual, no. like, is so, going to carry the child? No. It, um, also, famously, I apologize that if we do not have uh, the, all, all of the correct terms here on this. Yes. Feel free to tell me that I'm wrong mm-hmm. because I probably am. Um, no, no, no. So famously, Angela has said, I don't, <laughs> I just need your egg i can tote it she can tote the egg herself so she wants the egg to carry the child herself she just doesn't want anyone else's eggs but skyla's eggs and skyla wants nothing to do with that obviously she won't give an egg to to her mom no no she i don't uh, yeah she does not want any part of this at all all right all right I don't know enough about this to to, to give my two cents. <laughs> I'm gonna ask ask my wife later about this, all right. uh, and see what see what she has to say. But all right, so we see Angela with her grandkids. Uh, I, I did enjoy seeing Angela's grandkids and their reactions to Mima's upcoming surgery. Yeah, I did like them being asked. Why? Why they think this? Like when when they got interviewed by the by the producers, that was one of my favorite scenes of the episode. When they mm-hmm. asked why, <laughs> they were trying to give theories of why is Mima gaining weight mm-hmm. and why that's been a thing. And they talked to yeah the different foods uh, that uh, she yeah. should eat. Uh, but are candy canes healthy, Puya? I mean, they make your breath smell good, so I guess so. That's this, a positive. Here's, Here's my question to you. Um, which is more likely, candy cane is healthy or butter is good for your mind? I would think um, that candy canes are healthy. Maybe if you told me like, uh, oh, like actually the peppermint, it's peppermint oil. There's hardly any, anything uh, bad in there. And that's like uh, the peppermint oil is uh, something good for you. I believe that that's better for your mind than butter. Yeah, I tend to agree with that. I feel like the minute you put butter on anything i'm thinking i shouldn't probably i probably shouldn't have this but mm-hmm. I'm gonna, yeah so. well maybe that what for angela maybe that she should combine the two of maybe that uh she should instead of going for the surgery she should go on keto go all butter uh she could basically uh be just like uh cut all the carbs out well like this rob this i think you can smoke like- on keto uh, yes, I believe so. I believe that smoking's not a carb. You'll be mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Yeah. No, this sounds like her worst nightmare, not the surgery, but the things that they require from her. So liquid diet yeah. already. I'm out. Um, and Angela, someone who, you know, quitting smoking. Michael's asked her to quit before mm-hmm. she has talked about quitting before. Never tried it. So. This sounds like a tall order. So Angela really wants the surgery if she's actually considering these things. Yeah. Liquid diet, I think I, I could do it. Like you have a shake, right? It's shakes. Um, soup would soup count. Like I guess soup without much solids in it would count, right? Mm-hmm. Like a broth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck, I, I fuck mean, I, work it? Like for me, in terms of following a diet, like I almost feel like that 
Um, the more restrictive you make it, it's uh, almost the easier it is where it's like, well, I can only have liquids. I can't even can't even look at that. Can't even look at that. Like I have like one cookie and it's like, well, I had one cookie. Let me have more. Cookie. But if it's like, uh, no, cookies are not even an option that that makes it easy for me. Yeah, I like chewing. So mm-hmm. I like the chewing part of eating, like mm-hmm. you know, feeling the texture, the crunch. Can you have so gum on a liquid diet? Yes, because you're not swallowing it, right? Like, See, oh, there you go, Puya. That's for you. Yeah. Boom. Although gum doesn't hit like that. I've had gum's great for four minutes and then it's just nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Is that a hot take? Is it? I don't know. I don't know. Because like, there's chewing gum. There's bubble gum. I've never been able to make a bubble with bubble gum. Anyways, no, I don't so. even like bubble gum. I'm out. You're you're but chewing gum you're cool with or you're out on all gum. Yeah, I have I I I'm uh really like uh like peppermint gum. Is okay. it good for your mind? I don't know. <laughs> Keeps that breath fresh though. Mm-hmm. That's really that's the appeal of chewing gum to me is I need that for the for the you know the freshness. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I eat the gum a lot of times it's like I finish I finish a meal and I'm like, "Oh boy, I want to keep eating. Like what else do we have?" Like, "All right, gum that's gum it is gum and water that's yeah. it <laughs> just go to the gum and then it's you just you feel you feel like you're chewing and then uh that's my that that's my tip of the day okay okay no, that's good advice that's good advice i'll take that advice yeah all right so let, let's check back in over in uh on michael's side of things in uh, nigeria uh yeah also that um i, I liked angela's uh, grandkids asking if uh she was going to be a ghost oh my god yeah well, <laughs> that dark. was a very weird way to ask that mm-hmm. of yeah and i like that she was like no i'm not going i'm gonna be fine it's all gonna be okay but yeah i was like why are you guys calling your grandma Meemaw a ghost? I feel like that's something you shouldn't be saying to Meemaw. It was a little dark uh, with yeah, uh, for Meemaw. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then we uh, see Michael uh, and he's giving us the whole backstory of how they met on social media. They had the whole uh, wedding in Nigeria. And then so we saw that... Um, Angela had to go back home because her mom wasn't in uh, good health and ultimately uh, passed away. So it's been, what, nine months since they've seen each other? Ish, right? I believe that's what we that's what we were told because, yes, because like they, they're in. So everyone in the season, to our knowledge, based on what we can see, is in the pandemic times, right? Besides, maybe Kalani and Aswilla, I did not recognize a pandemic part of the storyline, but the rest of them are very much in the depths of it because he talked about how they're on delay on applying for the spousal visa now. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, it's been a minute since they've seen each other. All right. So, uh, here we have Michael talking with uh, his aunt about mm-hmm. uh, what's going on. And uh, both Michael and the aunt are very anti uh, the surgery. Uh, I guess we had a clip from the 90 Day Bears All where uh, that uh, Michael was saying that you're lucky I'm not there. I would shut down this whole surgery thing. Yeah. So that was from the last tell all. And okay. he was very clearly not about it. And she had, she was wearing a mask at the time 
uh, not because of the COVID, but because she had some kind of dental procedure done. So she was big into, she was like getting all of her surgeries done during that time. And he didn't approve of any of it. Um, and now we know why, we know one of the main reasons why, but he was anti it from the beginning and he would have probably put a stop to it ultimately if he could have. But he she was wearing way. a mask because she had like to, to obfuscate some dental work that had been done or the mask was part of that, uh, the requirement of having the work done. No, she was, it, from what I could tell, she was, because it, it was just covering her mouth. Um, and it was very clearly she was she just didn't I think it was like settling in or okay. there might have been some post stuff. I'm not exactly sure. there, All But right. I think that's it was just an aesthetic yeah. uh, choice. So the aunt says, uh, you know, why is she having the surgery? It's expensive. She's just a flag for the country. She could be spending this money to for, find a surrogate mother to give uh, Michael a child. I mean, and Michael wants a child. His family wants everyone wants Michael to have a child, um, basically, including Michael, which I love that they opened up the the first introduction of Michael with him holding. I want to say it was his niece's oh, yeah. son. Yeah. So that was a scene that we get to see here. Um, he wants a he wants a baby, Rob. He's mm-hmm. been wanting a baby from the beginning. So definitely this is something that um, everyone around him knows he wants. But it's very clear that mm-hmm. in the battle of compromises with Angela, this is something that he's likely going to lose. Yeah, I will say that uh, this is the uh, Nicole Sesternino uh, most outraged moment of uh, the episode where oh God, she gets, she's like shaking her fist at the TV when uh, the aunt is saying, why doesn't she use that money for a surrogate? This is when she says something like, uh, can you believe the balls of some people of uh, mind your own business? Yeah, yeah. Some of the stuff that was said was a little bit like, why? No, maybe we don't talk about like, for someone her age, she shouldn't be doing this. Maybe we don't go that mm-hmm. route. Perhaps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's very much like, yeah, we're, we're passing judgment on someone and their decisions. Yeah. It's their decision. It's their mistake to make. It's their right move to make. It's their decision, period. And then the aunt came out and said, like, uh, you know, I really wish you would have just married a Nigerian woman. It's like, yeah, no, we got that. You know, that, that, <laughs> that, that you didn't even need to really say that. We got it. We got that whole thing. Yeah. It was very clear. Very yeah. clear. No, you do not approve of this whole thing. Um, all right. So. We're going to see uh, Angela and Michael talk uh, then one time during the episode and uh, Michael's on the phone and Michael is going to tell her like he really does not like this surgery. Yeah, he's not vibing with this at all. It, It worries him. But then again, we've also talked about the fact that this is something that is clearly making him insecure because what if she finds a more attractive right man. right they've also not been together for a long time at this point so it's all settling in yeah um michael is worried so what if angela has this surgery and now all of a sudden now everybody is paying attention to angela angela tells michael hey don't worry don't worry that there's no chance that that is going to happen here's why i don't need no other man you ain't got to worry about that honey because let me tell you why. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to settle this right now. Because you only once in a lifetime does someone's penis fit a vagina like a glove, hand in a glove. You get me? 
I, n- I do not. <laughs> Have you not heard this quote before? <laughs> is that a quote? <laughs> it is now. <laughs> I'm gonna try. I'm gonna now. mention this one to the first lady of podcasting. I'm gonna tell her. You know how I know that we're perfect for each other. <laughs> <laughs> the Liana's not watched the episode, so yeah. if I if I run this by her, yeah, I'm curious if she she will end up realizing that I'm quoting something else, or she'll just give me a strange look like I made it up in thin air. Mm-hmm. Um, but I love that that's supposed to be the reassuring thing to Michael of like we're literally meant to be. We go together like puzzle pieces. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. That it's that there's only one like key that will open this lock, and that and yeah. you have it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Our genitals are a perfect match. <laughs> Perfectly, yeah. So I don't know. Um, interesting, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, then she goes right into that, and she just talks about that the liquid diet. Um, you know, she's uh she's very concerned. Uh, about that and so we're gonna see the next time we get to Angela we see her on her way to, on her trip to Beverly Hills and she is in the back seat of the car heading to wherever she's gonna stay before she gets the surgery the hardest thing for her has been that she has to stop smoking Puya. yeah yeah Angela likes her smokes for the reason she states to be honest it calms her down mm-hmm. there's been many moments in the show where she's flipped out and then immediately calmed down after her smoke and she's been fine so we see her smoke right before she gets in this what i'm gonna call rideshare uber yep um and then calls her doctor our surgeon on the phone yeah on the way yeah it's, it's like a, it's not the the surgeon it's like a person that like like uh i guess works like in the, the office of, yeah, no, yeah sort of like the, if you have any questions about the surgery like you're not gonna talk to the doctor but this woman is like hmm. sort of the uh her specialist okay I, the, yeah. I, that's what i got I, I don't think that this was actually the doctor she was talking to yeah not and, and they did not mention doctor i just yeah. didn't know what to what to call it so that's perfect yeah. correction there but so she just boldface lies to this person, though. Yeah, but not convincingly, because the woman on the phone is like, "So, did, Angela, did you stop smoking?" Like, "Oh, yes, yes, yes." It's like, just so you know. Uh, but what would happen if I was still smoking? Yeah, this when anyone asks something like that, you <laughs> know they were full of it the first half. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also she's supposed to be on a liquid diet, and then um. She uh, says, you know, the liquid diet was just so hot before I got on the flight. You know, I just like uh, I had I had just a, a little bit of eggs and and some sausage and, and, and a little grits. That was it. Is that bad? A little. Is that bad? Was that, is that, should well, I not be smoking and then eating solid foods? I feel like that can't be bad, can it? Mm-hmm. Oh, it could be. All right, but this is the last one? Okay, cool. This was the last one. I'm not going to do it again. Yeah, so I feel like when I got my wisdom teeth taken, obviously you're not meant to eat solids. Um, And then when she said eggs, I was like, I guess maybe scrambled eggs, she can get away with that. And then came the grits, and then came the sausage. I was like, Angela, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What part of the assignment did you forget? Eggs sound light, and then sausage and and grits, like that sounds like heavier. yeah it's like what's next yeah and then i just had you know a couple stacks of ribs like that was mm-hmm. it. that was it and i, I just smoked a car of cigarettes is that bad yeah, just, be should okay. i not have done that 
Yeah. Yeah. And she just, yeah, she just kind of hears all this and then firms it and goes, okay, I'll be fine. I would be, I would be so worried yeah. to do that. And then I would be like after, especially because when she asks about what would happen if I hadn't stopped and word comes up of, well, the healing process would be complicated. Mm-hmm. I'm like that for me might've caused me to be like, well, I'm going to postpone this now because mm-hmm. I I'd be too worried. I'd be too worried personally mm-hmm. to go through with it. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I think that's all of Angela and uh, Michael that we got, but I'm excited. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah. Now I had a feeling when we first found out they were going to be here, I had a feeling you were going to like them immediately because yeah. they're just drama across the board. That's what I'm here for. Messy. That's what I'm yeah. here for. I, I'm not watching this show to see like a uh, schmoopy time. No, I, and 90 day, no one should get it twisted. None of these people are saints. So you want the messiest of the messy for for a show like this to work out. And so next week, we're going to see, we got the snippet of Angela's doctor is handsome. So yes. she's going to hit on the doctor. A bit. <laughs> yep. And then the doctor starts talking about potentially she's going to need breast reduction because of the surgery, which I assume is going to lead us to a conversation between her and Michael, because Michael talks a bunch about this yes. being a part of the attraction when they first. Yes. Met. And, you know, I didn't even mark it. Uh, but now that you mention it, that uh, she told him when she says, like, hey, don't worry, I'm still going to have big boobs. I'm still going to have big mm-hmm. butt. Don't worry. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see what that debate looks like. So it actually, they've set it up real nice. I'm intrigued for Angela and Michael next week. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm very excited to see uh, more Angela and Michael as uh, we go along. Uh, I want to talk next about uh, Elizabeth and Andre. Got a lot to say about them. But first, let me take a moment and thank our sponsor for today's podcast, Puya. And those are our friends over at BetterHelp online counseling if you're having trouble meeting your goals or difficulty with relationships that's like the number one thing we talk about here uh or trouble sleeping if you're feeling stressed or depressed better help is available better help offers online professional counselors who can listen and help simply fill out a questionnaire to help assess your needs and better help will match you with your own licensed professional therapist and you can start communicating in under 48 hours it's not a crisis line it's not self-help it is secure Online professional counseling. BetterHelp counselors have a broad range of expertise, which may not be available in your area, and their service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send unlimited messages to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, and everything you share is confidential. You won't ever have to sit in an awkward waiting room again. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches, so it's easy and free to change counselors if needed, and it's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and Rob's Podcast listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash RJP. Visit betterhelp.com slash RJP and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced BetterHelp professional. All right, Puya, Elizabeth and Andre. And I didn't really know uh, what I was getting uh, with these two uh, until we got all the way through the episode. But uh, Andre is a lunatic. Andre, Andre is a lunatic. Okay, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. Yeah, because uh, you're not wrong, but I want to know why. Yeah. 
I mean, I really I couldn't tell you anything about Elizabeth, but it seems like that Elizabeth met Andre and it's like, oh, Andre, like uh, he's a good looking guy, but uh, he is just a crazy person who has a extremely high opinion of himself. And honestly, if I if my sister married Andre, I think we'd all hate him, too. (laughs) So. So it's so funny. This, this, I can't wait. I cannot wait. So let me tell you, Elizabeth and Andre, they met in Ireland. He worked as a bouncer there. That's where they met. Um, And then they get married in the States. So they were part of, you know, the 90 day franchise early. And then part of their agreement was they were going to have a wedding in Moldova. And that was imperative that that happens for Andre's family, which is what the whole saga for them was last season of happily ever after we saw them do this. And, Throughout the more we've met, the, we've had the two on the show. We've met her family, and her family is very gaslighty mm-hmm. and very shady themselves. Let's yes. not get it twisted. Okay. Um. So the combination of his cockiness of himself and how he believes yeah. his life to be, and how he wants respect, and then them wanting respect. You saw. You saw. You saw the um. Uh, what's it called? The the <laughs> Elizabeth's brother, yes. Charlie. Yeah, that was insane. Like a fool out of himself. That was yeah, insane. that was on the show. So the br- the brother, like so this is at the wedding. Was it? Was this basically? Mm-hmm. Did um did uh, Mike's mom tell him to go object to the wedding and say that like, uh, hey, I know you're just trying to uh, get handouts from my dad at the wedding. So no, no, no. So what happened was. Um, Chuck, the, the dad got up and did a speech, did a toast for the couple. And then after he finishes it, Charlie grabs the microphone and you hear Andre audibly say, don't give him the mic. Don't give him the mic. And then proceeds to talk down to Andre proceeds to accuse him of, of messing with his family. Don't mess with us in America. Don't come back to America. And he's hammered. Charlie's absolutely hammered during all this. And they've not spoken since pretty much. Okay. Puya, tell me, is this an ongoing mystery in the show? Why did Andre get kicked out of Moldova? No, so it's not really an ongoing story anymore, or a mystery rather. So basically, a lot of last season, once everyone had the Elizabeth's family came to Moldova, they kept pushing Andre's friends. Andre, tell us, you have to tell us what's going on. But essentially, Andre left and fled the country. He was he worked at the in the uh, he worked. Um, he was a police officer okay. and he left his post because with the police there, there was a lot of the police worked with like the criminals and there was bribery and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And Andre didn't want to be involved. So he fled um, as opposed to Is that like, Andre's side of the story or that's like a canon. So, I don't think there's a full, full canon, but it adds up because Andre basically says all that. And then he says that we've settled it. That's why I can come back now. And given that he's been able to come back, I'm assuming it, it makes sense. Cause like what, what could be worse? Like what yeah. else could it have been? Like he was part of the, the criminals and then he ran away, but then he wouldn't be able to come back. Right. So, okay. yeah, fair enough. Okay. So Elizabeth's family is in the real estate business. And so Andre, now, so, so this is, I guess, fill this part of the story in for me. So you feel like mm-hmm. that there's some sort of like a corrupt dealings of Elizabeth's family, allegedly, in case they're litigious family. <laughs> corrupt, I wouldn't say so, but 
they're very clearly a well-off family. All of the children work with the dad. Yes. All of them lean on the dad. So when Elizabeth and Andre first started living together, they got a house that was fully financed by the father. Um, and, and Andre's too proud to ask for money unless this is happening, which we'll get to. But Elizabeth got her dad to pay for everything, and they didn't tell Andre that that's how the arrangement was. So that was a whole thing that was happening. Um, and uh, they kind of look down on Andre because Andre's not really working, not pulling his own weight. And Andre's this weird combination of human where he like believes in the manly man and the, 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 you know, the presumed gender roles, but then was the stay at home dad. But then com- like he would be shady about himself being the stay at home dad, but he would always make an excuse of, well, Libby or Elizabeth wanted me to stay at home with the kids. So I couldn't find a job. I couldn't work. Yeah, And then he had a couple moments where he wanted to be a trucker, that he wanted to be a handyman, and it's been all over the map. So the relationship with the family and Andre, Rob, has been strained pretty much from the jump. Yeah. And and nothing they do is fixing anything. Okay. So um, during the pandemic, Andre was a stay-at-home dad, but he's ready to uh, go out and uh, start working. Um, we see that Somebody helped Andre get his real estate license. Is this uh, Elizabeth's sister? Yeah. So Elizabeth has two sisters that we typically see on the show. This is one of two. Um, and and the way they're talking about it, she like helped him. I don't know if she tutored him or gave him advice. I don't know. But she helped him get his real estate license. Okay. And so he says, okay, now I have my real estate license. And now next, uh, my plan is I'm going to ask the dad for 100 large to get my real estate business off the ground. Yeah. Uh, hunch K. Uh, hunch K. For those of you yeah. keeping up. Yeah. Yes. It's a lot. It's a lot of money. And I guess the way he says it, bothers them because i think that's the key with andre he says stuff in a very matter of fact way of this is gonna happen because i'm amazing and i'm going to kill it in this industry mm-hmm. so i'm just gonna ask for a loan of a hundred thousand he'll give it to me and i'll start my own business and i'll start flipping houses which to the rest of them i can see why they're insulted because first of all you're making it seem like you're gonna milk our dad we don't love that second of all the rest of us have been working in this industry you're just walking in assuming it's that easy that you can pick it up and move it on and and i imagine his bravado and energy doesn't help that whatsoever mm-hmm. yeah um yeah I, I didn't even know about this plant like uh i i don't really know like I, i've never flipped the house before so mm-hmm. like i don't know i feel like you need the money to buy the house but then you also need the money to like fix up the house like uh like i feel like what house are you buying that's like uh doesn't need like a you know for i feel like that's uh to get this business going I feel like you need more to start. Does he yeah, have? I, I, does he have a, his own hundred thousand dollars? Hundred thousand? I don't think he has any hundred thousand. No, I, I do not think because he made um on uh, Elizabeth's dad paid for the wedding in Moldova too. So mm-hmm. I don't think there's like side money that Andre's got to add to the hundred k. But that's the problem with him is he's very clearly talking about this matter of factly, but there's no business plan behind it there's no he's not like crunch numbers i genuinely think he just pulled this number out and said that's what we're doing Mm -hmm. that's it does andre know how to fix up a house i mean he wanted to be a handyman at one point which makes me believe that he's capable Mm -hmm. of working around the house with a toolbox and making stuff happen 
can he flip an entire house? That I don't know. We've not seen him prove that he's capable of doing this. So yeah, curious. Yeah, maybe on Discovery Plus, uh, we'll watch Andre flipping houses. Okay, <laughs> so then uh, we're gonna come back to Andre uh, later on, uh, and Andre is gonna have lunch with with the dad with Chuck. Right? There's no we Chuck. don't see we don't see them again in between that, right? No, not from what I can see. Okay. We just, he goes to Chuck. Basically, yeah. Uh, and to lead the lead up to this, um, Libby, as he will call her, or Elizabeth, pretty much says, this isn't going to go well. Just be appreciative for what's about to yeah. come. Like, just be appreciative for wh- whatever he offers. Okay. So, lunch with Chuck. And so, I guess Chuck has previously said, hey, I want to take care of my daughter. Come work for me. And he said, Andre was like, well, what does that mean? Like, you'd be my boss? No, I don't like that. I'm out on that idea. Yeah, he's his pride gets in the way 10 out of 10 times because he wants the money, but he doesn't want to be under employment by by Chuck or the family, Mm -hmm. which is just strange. Like, just just take the job. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And so he says, no, um, that's not what I'm looking for. And uh, Chuck's very confused. Uh, he wants uh, $100,000. I feel like there was not enough buildup to asking this. If I'm asking someone for $50, I spend more time marinating them in the dinner mm-hmm. conversation before I ask for $50. Like, right. Just a cool 100K. We haven't even gotten appetizers yet. Like, at least let the man have a couple mozzarella sticks before you say right. it. I feel like you need to wait. And maybe could we get like a, a a printout of like here's the the business plan? Yeah, I feel like you have to have so much more prepared than just so I want a hundred k and I'm gonna flip houses. End of discussion. Yes or no? That's you're gonna get a no. Of course you're gonna mm-hmm. get a no. There's no world where you're gonna get anything else. Yeah. So Chuck can't believe it. he's telling us in confessionals. He can't believe uh, the uh, audacity of Andre <laughs> to ask for this. It's pretty ridiculous with all things considered, because when you know the backstory, too, of he paid for Andre's the the Moldovan wedding, pretty much. He um offered him a job before that he's refused all of this. And then all they've seen him do is make up excuses in their eyes of this is why I'm not working. This is why I'm not doing anything. This is why I'm not looking for anything. So they're like, why would he trust them with a hundred thousand? It's it'd be ridiculous. It'd be ridiculous. Yeah. And. I want to make sure I'm on the record here for those of you who have not heard me talk about this family before. I don't like Elizabeth family. I don't like Chuck. I don't like Charlie. But in this instance, it's very, very mm-hmm. obvious that Andre's not going to get this. And it was ridiculous of him to even think he would. Yeah. Because here's what's going to happen. Andre is going to blow that $100,000. That, that Chuck gives him that money. Chuck's never seen that money again. And then... No. Well, what's going to happen? Well, like, what's, what's, what's Chuck going to do to Andre? He's going to say, like, hey, hey, man, uh, what happened to that uh, $100,000? He's like, uh, well, uh, yeah, business didn't go well, but, you know, uh, I need more money. Exactly. Exactly. And, and you know, that's good for nobody. That's good for mm-hmm. nobody. And ultimately, I just love Andre's confidence of, I'm going to make seven figures. Like, okay. Yeah. Make the first four first. And then let's that was talk. six like, wasn't even good. No, seven, 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 that cockiness I need in my life. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So um, things are not going great. Um, Chuck is you know, saying that he wants to help out his daughter. Uh, and dad is willing to give Andre the chance to work for him. And Andre's like, wait, I don't understand. Are you, are you giving me the money or not? Like, no, no, I'm not giving it to you. Uh, again, why do you think based on the pitch you made, you would get this money? You mm-hmm. made no pitch. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so then finally Chuck says, look, uh, all right. Uh, I'll give you a job. You you come work for me. You know, I just need to talk it over with everybody else. He's and then Andre's like, well, why do you have to talk about it? You that you, that aren't you the boss? And you just decide why? Why do you need to talk to anybody else? He's like, well, I, I'm gonna let them know, but I have to talk to them and just let them know that it's it's happening. And Andre is like pissed. And the reason he's pissed, Rob, is because no one in the family likes him. No, nobody. He's why would gone. they? Yeah. What's the gone. like? <laughs> I'm so excited for you to meet more of the the family. And, and I don't know anything about them. I'm just saying that, you know, yeah. that your sister marries some guy who's showing up a- asking for a hundred thousand dollars for no good reason. Like this is uh, not a great start, not a great first impression. No, it's a horrible first impression. And yeah, no, he has the support of no one in that family. So mm-hmm. obviously he doesn't want them to talk. And I love that Chuck brings up, well, you know, Charlie works with me. And if you're working with me, you're going to be working with Charlie. Can you take care of that? Can you handle that? And that's when I knew with that interaction, this season for them is going to be a meltdown. Yeah. Absolute meltdown. Good. That's what we're here for. Yeah. That's what we like. Exactly. All right. Hate them or love them. They're going to give you big mess. (laughs) I love it. Yeah. I love it. Um, okay, let's uh, touch on, uh, uh, is it Kalani and Asuelu? Kalani. Kalani. Kalani and Asuelu. Yeah. And, and we didn't see a ton uh, from them in uh, this episode. Puyo, could you give me uh, just uh, the uh, quick backstory on Kalani and Asuelu? Yes. So Kalani and Asuelu met in Samoa. Um, Asuelu worked at the resort, I believe, that Kalani went to. And they sparked a romantic link there. The, she got pregnant. Mm-hmm. And then she got the K-1 visa to bring him over. He gets brought over. The So the backstory with them, when he gets to the U.S., her family doesn't quite... Her dad, because like she's also got Samoan background. Her dad's Samoan. Her dad was like, beware of Asuelu. He's, he's going to probably have a tough time adapting here. I don't trust him. And... Asuelu, the best way I can describe him to you, Rob, he got, he's got big man-child energy, which I think you actually see a scene here that proves that. So the dad was very skeptical that Asuelu could be a good father right out the gate. Um, and then in the midst of all this, when they're doing their I don't know what's going on, they, when they were planning that wedding during that 90-day fiancé season, uh, she gets pregnant again. So then they have a second child. Mm-hmm. Now. They have two kids. And then in the last season of Happily Ever After, the majority of their storyline had to do with his family. So he's been very homesick about, um, he misses home. He wants to go back and visit, but then they're, they have these little kids and it's dangerous for them to travel. So they're not going to do that. And um, we get to the tail end of where they're tail end of the season. They're in the pandemic and Oswell is not really understanding that the pandemic, you're not supposed to be doing stuff. And he's 
actively not, you know, keeping up with stuff. They were, they got to the brink of divorce. Like it was a very yeah. bad state, the relationship with them. And, and as far as the families go, Asuelu lost a lot of trust in, in the parents. And then him and Kalani's sister have never been in good terms. And then we met his mom and his sister who were trying to get money from Kalani's family. And then that caused problems. So, and Asuelu's, yeah. yeah. That, so, uh, that this was uh, Asuelu's sister was trying to get money from Kalani's family. Right. So basically, Asuelu's uh, mom. Yeah, Asuelu's mom was like, you know our culture, you're the son, you have to provide for us, you have to give us money. And then Kalani said, we personally do not have money to give you, we have two kids that we're raising. And Asuelu's mom was pretty much of the mindset of, I don't care, you owe me money. And then this caused his sister to have like a yelling match with Kalani and then try to escalate it into a physical altercation. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, they've been, their relationship, their storyline has started moving closer to the Elizabeth and Andre messiness, mm-hmm. which it didn't have before. Before yeah. it was more so Kalani dealing with a man-child. Yes. And, and now it's escalated. And they've also got like the reverse Brandon and Julia going on where Asuelu, uh, they're living with Kalani's parents and Suelu uh, wants to get out of the house and they're going to buy a, a home. They're looking to buy a home. Mm -hmm. Now, are they going to be able to afford it? I don't know. Well, the other thing is with them, they have a little bit of the Elizabeth and Andre because the um, her dad, I'm pretty sure, is going to end up getting them the home if they were to get it. Mm -hmm. Because the the place they're living now, they were essentially given by the by the family, but then the family also like moved there. So okay, and uh, anything else from their intro that you want to talk about? Uh, let's see. He said, so they're meet cute. He says that he fell for her for the same reason that oh, Michael yeah. fell for Angela. Oh, yeah. so uh, big pom poms. Big pom poms, as he would put it. Yep, yep, yep. Um, he said he does ride share now. So he's, I believe, though, doing like the Uber thing, mm-hmm. he, the Lyft thing. So he's doing that. They see the house. Uh, they're house hunting when we first see them. And a sway Uber. Yeah, well done. I like that. I like that. Um, and then, so yeah, so then, I mean, Rob, you, what are your first impressions of Osuelu meeting him here? Yeah, uh, I don't really have a good feel for uh, what's going on with uh, Kalani and Osuelu. Um, we're going to get later where Kalani is going to FaceTime with her sister, Colini. Colini, yeah. Boy, uh, confusing. That's that's tricky, uh, parents. You know, yeah, they just switched up a couple vowels in the name. Yes. I mean, uh, you're getting a little cute here, mom and dad, with uh, Kalani and Colini. Yeah. It's, again, very, very clear. It took me a while to remember whose names were yeah. which. Why doesn't Colini like Asuelu? They just never got along. And the other thing is that she's watched firsthand. Asuelu shuts down when yeah. there's any type of friction to the point where he'll leave and he'll just not talk to anyone yeah. for days on end. And Colini kind of has had a first class seat of watching him do this to his, uh, to her sister time and time again. So the, yeah. the love has been lost through that kind of interaction. Here's the issue for me. Why I can't really wrap my head around it. It's a lot of uh tell me, don't, not show me where um, I'm not really seeing a Swaylu in action. I'm hearing a little bit more about him, but uh, mm. I haven't seen him do anything uh, yet on the show that I have a good feel for him. 
I mean, that's fair. They didn't give us out of the three um, new slash returning couples from the last Happily Ever After that we saw this week. They were given the least content, mm-hmm. but I they will have their moment to shine for sure. You're going to see them. Um, and it's going to get interesting, especially now that we found out that Colini is going to end up moving in with them. Yeah, that's going to open a whole can of worms. A lot of it. stuff going on. All right. Let's talk about some of our returnees. And I, I got to talk about Mike and Natalie, who Puya, I this is like I am like I have whiplash of we <laughs> went to like the darkest places with Mike and Natalie and it's like they had lobotomies here before we come in. And who are these people? Who who are these? Like, uh, we got like darkest timeline, Mike and Natalie. And now this is like we slid into like an alternate universe with this Mike and Natalie. I get that, you know, when it comes to producing a show, editing a show, when a show starts, everyone is like you're showing the the highs and then. You know, they go up and down. However, they really make it seem like we didn't just watch them like torture each other for the last six weeks. And now here they're just happy and everything's great. And I just did. I was like, at least let's don't pretend that people who are watching 90 Day Proper aren't also the people watching this. Like we know exactly who these people are. Yeah. I don't know what we've been new. What are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Mike and Natalie, don't don't try to pretend that this is like a. But I will say though, they look so happy. Like uh, Mike looked like. Uh, did he have the gastric sleeve surgery since the last time we saw him? He's like uh, down, uh, like a uh, considerably. He looks like uh, a lot more fit. Like they're they're like in the the incredibly happy place. You could have fooled me, right? And and that's the thing. You're telling me. TLC, you could have edited them to seem like this, and mm-hmm. I didn't have to deal with the trauma. Well, for it is six it. months later, so I don't know. Maybe like things have been just like uh, since the wedding, without the the pressure of like, okay, are they going to get married? Where's the where's the you know, give me the ring? Are we doing this? Is it happening? Are you going back to Ukraine? Um, maybe without that weight, it sort of has helped this relationship. Six months later, so they would have gone through. They were they married in April. Six months later, they're October, in October. Yeah. So you're telling me that they went through the hot summer in this little in the woods no, and, because and Natalie, Natalie hates fine? the cold, Puya. So if it wasn't freezing cold all summer, mm. then wouldn't it have been like awfully hot? Like maybe they have air conditioning, I guess potentially, and that, that's all she needed. Okay, okay, um, yeah. So they. Why do you think it would be so them? hot? I mean, they're in like the like the mountains of Seattle. That's true. I guess their summer's not going to be as yeah. Hot like as I don't think it's going to be like um, you know. I'm I'm sure it was like much much better for her. Yeah, she well, could be fair. outside. She loves the outdoors. She does love the outdoors. Yeah, no, that's all spells perfect. If anything, Fourth of July came. Mike got to shoot fireworks all summer. Cook um, fish. What did they, make? they made like potato things on the grill. I don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah. Yeah. So here's the thing. This is fun. And they're giving us the they're happy and everything. But the minute the ring conversation comes up, that's when we're going to go turn the page back and get reminded of how they yeah. were. Puya, what's going on with the ring? Why? Why can't Natalie have the ring yet? No, so she has, I believe, the engagement ring she still has. She doesn't have a wedding band. Right, and that's what she wants. She wants her own wedding band, and she wants him to have a wedding band. Okay. 
That's fine. Okay, so she got one that costs three dollars, and then uh, she would like Mike to wear a wedding band because to signal that he is married to other women. I and this was also this was a big like eye roll from hell from uh, the first lady of podcasting because I do not often wear my wedding band but like mm-hmm. as if natalie is trying to say like uh, i need to prove to other women that he's taken i'll wear it if i go somewhere but i don't wear it just around the house all the time so you're saying aita uh, <laughs> no so wait you're saying this got this uh nicole got an gave an eye roll off on this to me to you oh i see i see not wearing mm-hmm. my wedding band enough hmm. I don't know. I mean, like, so for like, I can only speak on my situation. Uh, we don't have wedding bands. Liana's mentioned that she would like for us to get them. Yeah. I've, sh- I've also shown interest in getting them, but also we've not like, we've not really been like, you have to wear the rings. So it's not that deep, right? It's mm-hmm. not that deep, but also I can see for Natalie, it's very clear that she it's, it's because of their relationship specifically, Rob, I think she just needs Mike to wear it because of how much they've had ups and downs. It's like, you're literally telling me and other people that you're taken, whereas right now you're not telling me. And I don't like that. Maybe, uh, well, you know, you know, Mike gets his haircut. He's talking to that woman, but you know, uh, that she's very concerned. Somebody's going to snatch up Mike. What a catch. What a prize. What a Mm -hmm. prize this one is. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, we have, uh, then, uh, they're gonna go. They're in Seattle, I guess, to kick things off. And of course, uh, Natalie loves Seattle, uh, and they go into a place called uh, Stargazers, which is like a crystal store slash jewelry shop. Yeah, it seemed like there's crystals, essential oils, but then also they've got like a little jewelry case. From yeah. what I could tell, yes. Um. They get into like uh the here's some crystals, here's some incense. Incense has uh pheromones. Uh Mike is sold. Um hey, how about some uh how about some night queen? Baby, look at you, queen of the night. Mm. I'm down to try anything. <laughs> Let's do it. I got a lighter. Let's get these things going. <laughs> Mike, no sexy talk. I can't. I can't, Mike. No sexy. No sexy talk. Yeah, I could have gone a lifetime not hearing Mike's bedroom talk. Uh, genuinely, all with the Chewbacca thing. Is I know it wasn't supposed to be. I was like, Chewy, what? What else are you saying? You want the oils as well? Like that's what I was getting. <laughs> it's very icky. Yeah, yeah. I love that. They the way they formatted this when they were going to walk into the store was we're here to get rings for Michael. That's what we're doing. And then the first interaction we get is uh, Bijan, the 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 woman who's working at the store says, hi, are you on a mission or an adventure? And I was like, oh, I guess this isn't a jewelry shop. OK, mm-hmm. and then we get introduced to all this stuff. He does, Rob. I know we've been waiting for this. He does bring up his belief in aliens. We get a confessional mm-hmm. him talking about how we're all creatures through energy and space dust. So, to know. 
that's going to be a solid one to stay on the soundboard, isn't it? Uh, I don't know. We might get a lot of complaints. People may not like it. <laughs> we might. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so hearing Mike also utter the word sexual healing, um, that's the thing that happened. But yeah, yeah, I couldn't decide whether they were here to reignite their bedroom adventures yeah. or get a ring. I felt like the ring maybe, was secondary. Maybe both, yeah. Um, yeah. So... All right, we'll see where this goes. Uh, that was, <laughs> I was just like, oh, who are these people? Where, where did you shoot with Mike and Natalie? Yeah, where's the tension? Where is low class drunk man? Where, where is, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, I'm going to just drive off into the night with my Bluetooth and Uncle Bo? Yeah, well, that's the beauty of it, Rob, is they're really setting us up with this first episode of C everything's good now and then based on the next time on they're gonna show their whole ass all over again next yeah. week well now so, mom is coming in trish the yeah they really know how to ignite drama into this family like the mo- the last thing we need is trish coming into yeah. this family yeah but, you know um all right well let's talk about brandon and julia where you know and, and i am enjoying like uh joe jovi and yara i take the week off take the time off we saw your baby special that give us a month off from brandon from yara and jovi but uh all right brandon and julia and uh this was back to fun brandon and julia where they were sort of in a slump for like the last month or so of 90 day fiance proper they're going to vegas yeah they're going to celebrate the new job. He's moving up in the yeah. pest control world. It's a good time to be brand. I guess so. I guess so. So uh, we got the reset on how they met and everything. And so um, they're going to go celebrate Brandon's new job, uh, which is uh, more money and less less work. Sounds like a win-win. Now, yeah. what month is this now, Puya? We got it. It was like uh, coronavirus was just starting when they got married. That was like, what, April-ish when we last saw them. What month do you think this is? Um, Let's see. So Mother's Day. Has Mother's Day passed? I think yet? so. I mean, I think it's probably more than a month since the end of 90 Day Fiance. Yeah. And, and Vegas was open. I'm assuming August. I'm going to go with like okay. August-ish. Okay. I guess we get to see, like, uh, depending on how hot it is. Because if it, it, it's August in Vegas, uh, we'll be able to know. <laughs> we'll be you could tell. tell you could tell if there's so just like sweet. you know just like heat coming up from the street in waves then <laughs> uh we'll know you know uh moving about the country during the pandemic um you know based on what i know about brandon like uh i'm not sure that i trust his uh responsibility to mask no Hey That's Brandon. Hey Brandon. What's going on? Uh why don't why 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 don't you wear a mask? <laughs> uh Rob, uh come on. I don't want to, I'm not trying to do Andrew. Uh oh, Rob, you were good. Yeah, you were leaning into the I know. Andrew. It's yeah, like uh but uh come on. It it doesn't feel good. Uh I just take it off. Uh, it feels it's just not masks aren't fun. Come on. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about the guy who believed that he was the master of the pull-out method. So, yeah, definitely would not shock me if he's not very good and responsible with his masking. Either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yet the two of them, they're just like, uh, you know, it's not great. It's not the picture. Uh, Dr. Fauci is uh, cringing as he's watching this episode of 90 Day Fiance with Brandon and Julia. 
Yeah. They're not putting their best foot forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Cocktails on the plane and, uh, you know, just uh, all, all around party time. Okay. So uh, a little bit of Ron and Betty. Uh, Ron and Betty uh, feel like that Brandon has become more submissive. Uh, Ron just like slays himself saying that Brandon is whooped. Yeah. Well, all that happened, Ron and Betty, is that you passed the torch over to Julia. He was that for you, and now he's that for Julia. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> things change. You think Ron is dude. whooped? Uh, I believe so. I think he plays a he talks a big game, and he gets yelly at Brandon only. But I think one hundred percent Betty runs that ship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. So all right. So Brandon and Julia, they are uh, off to Vegas. Julia is loving it. She's like, Brandon. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I don't want to go to sleep. Let's get coffee. Boy, uh, Julia should hit Vegas with Jovi sometime. Yes, they would vibe. They would vibe. They would have a good time. Yeah. Uh, I'm just wondering. Maybe. Maybe like uh, Brandon and Yara, Julia and Jovi. Are, are those better matches? Let's see. Um, so let's let's quickly. So Jovi likes to party. I think Julia likes to like party. party. She's likes to go out. Big city would gal. like to live in the big city. Would like to live mm-hmm. in New Orleans. Go out Bourbon Street. Lots of fun. Julia on the downside. Oh, um, you know, you're going to just uh, go and work for four months. And I'm not going to see you and you leave me here uh, home alone. Uh, Julia. Not going to like that. On the mm. other hand, um, Brandon and Yara, trying to think if that's a fit. Yara would want a clean house. She, she does not like someone. parents. She does not. She, she would mm. not be loving life on the farm. Uh, she would want someone who would be home on time and not be out too late. I think she's going to get that with Brandon. potentially. Yes. So that's good. That's good. Um, and I think. Yeah, she ultimately gets someone who's not going to fight her a lot on things, where I feel like Jovi fights her on literally every tiny thing. So they might be a better match in that regard, but she will definitely be downgrading on the parents. She will be getting, um, in exchange for what she had with Monty, who I didn't like, but I already forget Jovi's mom's name, but they ended up having a lovely relationship. Downgrading to Betty and Ron would be a nightmare, but she would not take their smack. So I would enjoy that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So what do you think of Julia's glasses, Puya? Yeah. I thought if these aren't prescription, why are you wearing them? Because they're very unflattering. Yeah. They're way too big for her, I felt. Yeah, I don't really know. I mean, maybe uh, perhaps this is like uh, their prescription gla- uh, lenses where maybe there was some issue with contacts and the, the, you know, the dry air. I don't know. But yeah, it's like, uh, what does this look, Julia? Yeah, even then, I'm surprised that these are the, the frames. She If she mm-hmm. chose the frames, this is a choice. Like, <laughs> I feel like just get the, the, the standard black frames like, that everyone wears. Like, mm-hmm. the, little, the, the little thick ones. Yeah. Like, that works. Now, I think it was probably just like uh, party attire because she's in Vegas. She's loving it. She's finally feeling free. I, I mean, I really get the sense that this is what Julia felt like America was going to be. Vegas. I think based on what we consume in the media, everyone assumes that's that's america right like it's either you you picture new york you picture la you picture vegas like the trinity so 
it took what all of three hours of them being in Vegas for her to be like, this is my life now. This, this is, is it. We should move here. This is the new hotness. It's us in Vegas and we should live here. And then here comes Brandon with the all time jerk jerkiest move ever. He's an idiot. Here comes Brandon. What would you say if I told you that I already have something lined up? Tomorrow we're going to look at a house just down the street. Are you kidding me? Yeah. <laughs> Julia, this isn't real life. <laughs> when he did this, Rob, yeah. I thought, wow, okay, number one guy, go ahead, do your thing. And the reason I did this is because I made the mistake of thinking clearly. Clearly, you're not stupid enough to do that, to say this and lie yeah. about it. The pranker. By the what way, what a choice. Puya, is this the setup for the all time worst ESPN 30 for 30? What would you say if I told you that I already have something lined up and that tomorrow we're going to look at a house just down the street? <laughs> he's lucky if he makes it to 30 if he keeps trying to pull one over Julia like this you will not let him get there <laughs> it's like what no way come on are you crazy it's not real life mm-hmm. and she is pissed she's like Brandon he is always joking he jokes when he uh, serious times he does have the worst timing Ever for his job. Like, read the room, buddy. He is terrible at this. He's undefeated yeah. in in bad time. For, for a guy who says his number one talent on this earth is uh being a master of timing in the bedroom. And I think this is sus. This guy has war worst timing ever. He does yeah. he does not know when to stop. There is no world where I am convinced through any of his actions that he is what he says he is. He is not as advertised at all, at all. He should come with a caution tape. Like, I couldn't believe he did this to her. Mm -hmm. She's clearly feeling like it's been three hours and she's already wiped away the last six months of them living at the farm. Yeah. Decided this is my life. And to mock her on this and not only prank her like this, but then also be like, that's not realistic. That's stupid. Do you want to sleep tonight? This is a trip ruiner. Mm. This is like first night within like, yeah, an hour of like being out and about. Uh, This is a trip ruiner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I am glad that they moved us on from them because I didn't want to see what was going to happen next. Yeah. It was going to get ugly. Yeah. You knew it was going to get yeah, ugly. I know you and Liana and I never get into uh, a disagreement, but uh, I let me just let me share. I've been in a fight with uh, my significant other while vacationing. It mm. is the worst. It is the worst because you get in a fight and then you're home and then you just both uh, let's go we're gonna go about our business okay you fight and you are on vacation and what what do you do you're gonna sit sit in the room together and then uh it is terrible it is uh at worst case scenario vacation fighting is the worst yeah luckily we've not had many of those 
me and Liana during our trips. However, it has happened a couple times and there truly isn't a great way out of it because you just have to feel the things you're feeling until it passes, but you don't have time. You have a limited amount of time together during this vacation. So there's been moments where I'm like, oh, I wish we didn't fight because like, then we yes. wouldn't have this. Like, of course, that's what I want as well. I'm like, I know. I wish we could have just put it past us, but neither of us can do that because we're going to feel what we're feeling. Mm-hmm. Trip ru- When a trip's ruined over an argument, you really can't make that time back and it and it blows. It really does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And ideally, uh, just my, my advice to the podcast listeners, then don't say like, hey, come on, like, uh, let's let's try to have a good time. Let's 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 not ruin this. Come on. Come on. Let's uh, let's just let's let's try to move past this. We're on vacation. Mm. Yeah, if that can make it worse. Say that, and you think that it's coming off like it's a mutual thing that you are also saying you'll do the same. No, it's coming (laughs) off as you saying, "Hey, you be chill. I'm already chill. You get to my level and just let it go." And then it's it becomes the opposite. Believe me, Mm -hmm. Rob is speaking to the choir here. Like Mm -hmm. Rob knows what he's talking about. Yeah. All right. Yes. Thank you, Mike. All right. I disavow that. I disavow Rob ending with that. Wait, anything else you want to say from uh, Happily Ever After? Um, I'm excited. Next week, we're going to meet Ronald and Tiffany, which I cannot wait to see. They're the ones that I've not give heard me a sneak from preview. in a minute. Yeah. You want a sneak preview of that? Yeah. So give me, the, give that. me the okay. scouting report on Ron and Tiffany. All right. So Tiffany has a little son. She is American. Ronald is from South Africa. He was not able to achieve the, visa, the K-1 visa. So Tiffany moved to South Africa with her son to be with him. Ronald was a big gambling addict. And when we first meet him, he was checking out of um, rehab. What's he gamble on? Oh, I do not remember. Okay. I do not remember. Um, but then, so there's a lot going on with, with that. And that's a part of a strain on the relationship. Then them finding an apartment and finding a safe neighborhood was a strain on the relationship. And her son is the sweetest thing. Her son is very supportive, very nice, loves Ronald. So that's great. I will say the preview we've seen of the two of them is ugly. And I'm scared for what we're about to get with them. It made me uncomfortable seeing it multiple times. But I'm excited to to meet them and see what they've been up to. So that's kind of, that's where I'll leave you with them. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We'll yeah. see. Oh, and then Brandon and Julia... Um, their next time on is talking all about the interview for permanent residence, which now I have a, a heap full of knowledge on because I went through this relatively recently. Yes. So we'll see what happens there with them next week and I'll be able to answer any questions we have. So that's good. Okay. I was worried in the preview they're going to say, yeah, that uh, we got a letter about your interview and it's tomorrow. Come home. Oh, she would have been so mad. <laughs> yeah, that that's what, but it didn't yeah. sound like that. That was the case. Yeah, no, yeah. that I can give. I can tell you when they send you that they so they book your interview. You don't book it. So yeah. they book your interview, and for me, it was about a monthish out. So I had plenty of time. Okay. All right. Yeah. There you go. All right, Puya. Uh, we'll be back next Monday to talk more about uh, everything from Ninety Day Fiance. Uh, what do you have coming up in the meantime? What I have coming up in the meantime, if Big Brother returns, I'll be talking about the live feed updates with Taryn on Fridays. Yes. And then we will be ta- I'll be talking about the circle coming up. The, it's been a fun season um, as being someone who's watched the both the UK seasons that happened right before this. I have feelings on where we're headed, but that's fine. You'll yeah. hear all my takes on that on the recap. That's fu- that, you'll get that there. Rob, 
the mass singer went yeah. from the super eight to the super six last week and it was a fun episode it was chock full of excitement they had a real double eviction yeah they had a proper double eviction no one coming back but then this week we have the sing-along so um liana and i may or may not be back we yeah. will we will let the listeners know ahead of time if we are going to do that because the sing-along is essentially a um a five for five light for me and yes. Liana, where we just get together and, and talk smack. So I, I've we'll listened see. in the past. Yeah, it's a fun time. That's where you learned about utility vegetables and, and mm-hmm. all the like. Mm-hmm. And then um, I will be streaming on Twitch. I officially now have the URL twitch.tv slash Puya. So I am the number one Puya out there. Yes. Was there somebody squatting on that? There's yeah, another so there Puya? Was an, a, mm-hmm, there, was a, there was someone who was following three people and was just not moving from it. And then I messaged them one time. I was like, hey, uh, I'd be interested. Like, do you want to talk about maybe changing your... Did not say anything. Then I uh, reached out through partner support. And I was like, hey, um, I feel like this account is inactive. Can I have it? And then they checked and said, yeah, you can have it. I was like, okay, I'll, 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 I'll take that, please. Boom. Yeah. There you go. All right. Well, great job. Looking forward to more 90 Day Fiance. Uh, happily ever after with uh, Puya next Monday. And then, of course, uh, I'll be back talking about the uh, Big Brother Canada. We had a, it was a long four-day weekend for Big Brother Canada. Oh, yeah. Uh, five-day weekend, actually. Uh, so we'll be back. See what's going on on Monday Night Live. Looking forward to uh, seeing what happens, uh, the results of the fake double eviction on Monday night over the weekend. I t- uh, closed out week two of The Circle uh, with... Karen Armstrong, David Bloomberg, uh, Mari Forth, and Frail Mary Kwiatkowski. Uh, we talked about it all in our week number two roundtable. For those of you who are fans of the Bravoverse, uh, we played a game called uh, Fake or Real Housewives, where we had, uh, two, uh, the, of course, the great TikTok Nicole and Sabine Blythe joined us to see if they could stump Uncle Kiwi and me on a quiz of... Real Housewives versus Fake Housewives over on Robin and Kivanita Podcast. And of course, uh, be on the lookout for Wednesday night. I've been watching Survivor All-Stars all weekend long to get ready for uh, this upcoming Wednesday's panel to talk about the 24th best season, Survivor All-Stars, on uh, this past Wednesday. Huya, Mel Hulst, and I talked about the 25th best season, Survivor Samoa. If you missed any of that, check that out in our Survivor Podcast feed. Until then, everybody, take care. Have a good one. Bye. Support for this podcast comes from our friends over at Geico. Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do, and it's hard work, but you know what's easy? Bundling with Geico. Geico makes it easy to bundle your home and car insurance, and it's a good thing, too. You're busy enough. Go to geico.com, get a quote, and see how much you could save. It's Geico easy. Visit geico.com today.